The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a boy, very religious, yeshiva boy. He's got his hat, his peot. He's a Hasidic Jew. Maybe a little beard because he's a young man. Anyway, his mother calls him up one day and she says, listen, I know you're studying in yeshiva in Israel. Do your mother a favor. You know, my family, not all of my family is religious. So I have a cousin in wherever, 45 minutes away from Jerusalem. They, they live wherever they live in some yeshuv. They don't know. The kids are not connected to Judaism at all. If you said Shema Israel, he would say what? Because you told him, listen, Israeli. That's how he would understand. He doesn't know the end of the Pasuk. They don't know anything. They eat non-kosher, right? They, they work on Shabbat. They eat on Yom Kippur. You, for us, this is so weird because you think, even if you're not religious, there's certain things that you don't cross. But in Israel, person kind of goes in the other way. A lot of times it becomes religion. Today's Israeli society is really weaponized one side against the other. It's not just that you do or you don't do. It's if you don't do, you, there's a hatred of the ones that do. It's a very strange scenario where we've got to. And we have a lot of work to do to really bring shalom, to really bring shalom back. Anyway, and by the way, it's on both sides. These kids, religious kids are being taught that these people are goyim. And these non-religious people are being taught that every religious guy is a parasite sucking on, you know, on the lifeblood of the country, you know, and getting welfare checks. You know, this is how they're raised. From the beginning, with this animosity. My friends, that's the kind of family it was. She says, do me a favor. It's a person's job to be able to do what they can to show connection, love. Even if we don't see eye to eye. Even if we're not in the same place. No one else in the family is in the area. You happen to be in Israel there studying. Go to the wedding. Show your face. Show that you you want to wish them well. It could be a big kiddush Hashem. Let them know that even though they're not like we are, you know, we want to be there for them. We want to be at their happy occasion. We want to give them a hug. The boy says, okay, Ma, I don't really feel so comfortable going to this not, super not religious wedding, non-kosher food, right? crazy music, dancing, etc. Everyone, how everyone's dressed. You know, I don't feel, but if you ask me to go, I'll go. Boy goes to the wedding. And his mother says, buy, him, buy the chatan a gift. Sorry, skipped it. Buy the chatan a gift. He says, what should I? What should I buy him? So the mother says, why don't you buy him a Orchot Tzadikim, a Sefer. There's a famous book called Orchot Tzadikim, The Ways of the Righteous. Okay? He goes to the bookstore, picks up the book, gift wraps the book, goes to the wedding. He's very uncomfortable. Makes a beeline as soon as he gets there to the Chatan Kala. Mazal Tov, congratulations. I'm your cousin from the other family, from Borough Park, whatever. You know, he does the whole thing, says hello, big smile, so nice that you came. I can't believe you came. It's so nice. La la. He sits there however long he can. And then when the time comes, Chatan and Kala come out, come out after the chuppah. And everyone's in Israel, they line up and everyone shakes their head. He comes and he brings his little gift of the Orchot Sadiqim Rat. Thank you so much, Alamah. Didn't think much of it. That's it. Listen to his mother. Maybe 40 years later, he's sitting down at a, a bar mitzvah, a family simcha in Israel. All of a sudden, a man comes up to him, big Sadiq, long beard. You know, you can tell the way he's walking, holding Gemara. Walks up to him and he says, How you doing? Mazal tov. Congratulations. He says, I'm sorry, do I know you? He says, you forgot, didn't you? He says, forgot what? He says, you remember you came to my wedding? The guy almost fell off his chair. He's looking at some rabbi from who knows where. He can't believe he's trying to place where he knows him from which 
you know, which Torah magazine, and this is the guy. And he says, you came to my wedding, and you bought me a present. The present you gave me was Orchot Tzadikim, the ways of the righteous. He says, I'll tell you. I didn't think I was ever going to use it, but I was called into Miluim. In Israel, the way it works is you serve in the army from, you know, for you do your four years, your three years, your four years, depending on the track. But after that, you're called into reservist duty all the time. He says, I was called into reservist duty, into a very nerve-wracking situation, and I felt like I needed protection. So I grabbed the only holy book that I had in my house. I never Torah, I never Sidur. I had, it was probably still in the gift wrapping, right? I grabbed the book that you gave me. I took it with me. And there I am sitting, you know, on guard duty, whatever. And I opened the book and I'm reading. And the words of this book were so profound. They made such an impression on me. I came back from this, this tour of duty. And I said to my wife, you know, this is some amazing things. We should learn together. We studied the book until I know the book of Orhot Tzadikim by heart. It made us want to raise a Jewish, Jewishly religious and aware and proud family. And we did. And my children have gone to yeshiva. My children are rabbis. And I became... The guy can't believe it. He calls his mother on the phone. And he says, Ma, I bumped into this guy. Can't believe it. His mother's already very old by now. She says, yeah, 100%. She goes, you know why? And this is the point of the whole story. She says, you know why? It made such an impact on his life. And the guy's like, I guess the words of Ochot Tzadikim are very impressive. She says, that's for sure true. She says, but I don't think that's why. They penetrated his heart and penetrated his soul and made such an impact on his life. When you went to that wedding, you didn't want to go. You felt very uncomfortable. You were the only guy, never mind in a hat and a beard and peot, you were the only guy in the whole place that wouldn't eat because it wasn't kosher. No one was wearing a kippah. And I told you to bring this book. That book was the product of a mitzvah. Kibud avaim. It was the product of a mitzvah of honoring your parent in a way which was very uncomfortable. And the result of that mitzvah, therefore, was incredibly powerful. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.